Blog Talk Radio.
Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Seconds of clapping is a whole lot of clapping. I have revamped the show, can't get it downloaded, but we're going to deal with that later. But tonight's show was spawned off of me trying to do a, a, a not so in your face type of show, but it just, I cannot help it. When it comes to me, I must follow. Well, yeah, if you build it, they will come. I'm building an empire. That's what I want to do. I want us to be able to talk about everything that needs to be talked about, whether people want to hear it or not. It's a truth that is my truth sometimes, but uh, it's more important for me to introduce the voice of persons that I hear my truth in, because sometimes I, I can go on and on. I have this little problem, vomitus of the mouth sometimes, and I'll just keep going. I'll go all the way over into extra Sometimes, but tonight I, I I just could not have the show I had planned on. I had planned something really light. I was going to talk about the attire or the girls in prom and how they need to be presentable and how they needed to be somewhat uh, uh, ladylike and, and not so trashy, which is still important to me. You know, I think that it is telling with what you look like, what you're about. But when I saw this video, and of course I'm speaking about the video, and ask everybody to look at the video because I want to refer to this video. In our discussions tonight, I have my guests. I'm so excited about my guests tonight. I have the the beautiful, the talented, the articulate, the role model, the the, the quint queen of talk, I think. She she may not agree with that, but I'm telling you there is something about the voice of this woman that resonates with me through video. I have yet to meet her in person. Uh, Miss Melanin, I have your mic open, just making sure you can hear me. Can you hear me loud and clear, my sister? Yes, I hear you loud and clear, and thank you for the introduction. You are so welcome. And also tonight, my brother from another mother, because we are of the same, I would say, we're brother and sister. My brother, Armini Valentino, and I want to make sure your mic is loud and clear because the people need to hear the word. Are you there tonight, boo? Armani, Armani Valentino is on the phone. <laughs> Armani Valentino, you know what? I'm going to say something. I said something probably two or three shows ago about the importance of your name. Um, uh, say it again so that I can get it right. I want to I want to get it in my head. Arma, Ar, Ar, Armani? Yes, ma'am, Armani. Armani, and that's why, Armani. you know, uh, Sister Mellon and I, I was feeling you on your name and, you know, what you – what you want to you want to make sure people get your name right, and so uh, mm-hmm. for, 
forgive forgive me about that earlier, okay? <laughs> oh no, that's fine, brother. That's cool. You know what? I had that same feeling when you when I you know we were talking before the show, you guys. We kind of talked before the show, and it's not an orchestrated show. It's a show where we talk from the heart, just say what we got to say, and hopefully something will resonate with others. But I felt that same way. I said, now I know that this probably is light, but when you look at the gravity of what a name is, it could, you know, it exactly. could actually, you know, be huge. You know, the association with what you say and what you answer to and who you are called is big. I mean, I've, I've had that show. We've talked about the gold diggers and the thoughts and all the other stuff that the society has decided to associate with us. We black people and um we have to disassociate ourselves from things that are just not the right thing and tonight is kind of kind of sort of related to that i don't know i'm going to just try my best and i I was talking with my crew tonight i need to shut up sometimes and i need to be able to just ask a question and listen because i have my notebook i'm ready to take notes i'm going to ask some pretty pointed questions and we're going to have a discussion tonight about this video and again the video was posted on Facebook. I don't know if this is an old video. I couldn't find the dates or anything to it, but it's a video that simply said black women do not know how to submit to black men. Another video, That same video was even entitled a different way. It says that this is why black men can't get a black woman or why they don't wife black women. And the premise of it in a synopsis was just that women act differently towards white men than they do black men, and that white men have a different respect value in the eyes of of of, of, of black women. And I, I, I can hardly speak now because my breath was taken away then. So we're going to start off the show just with that. I hope that you listeners have looked at the video. If not, we'll try to brief you in. But let's start with my sister, Melanin. First of all, I just want to ask you just from the top, after you saw the video, mm-hmm. what did you have to say? Well, the first thing I thought, I thought it was pretty comical because you can instantly see um, how the sisters are basically putting up a front. I don't think it has anything to do with submission. It's about them putting up this perfect image of themselves of what they think a white man think is a, a, a perfect woman. So when I look at them, I don't even see them for themselves. I see them acting and pretending like what they think their white male counterparts consider what is a good woman. Okay. And Armani, did you see, what did you think or believe after you saw the video? Um, I saw the same thing, you know, that, mm-hmm. that uh, Sister Melanie saw. And on mm-hmm. top of that, you know, what I saw was um, possibly some sisters who were uh, probably tired, as well, <laughs> and so you know, at a certain point, male or female, um, you know, something's not working. Naturally, you're going to try something else, and so I see that these sisters tried something else, uh, possibly with another uh, race, male from another race. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in the video, it said that black women act differently towards white men, and then there was this scroll because actually, it was it was kind of comical to me too. There was mm-hmm. a definite different. It was almost polar opposites of music, speed of the film, everything when it came to the contrast, which was kind of <laughs> supplemental. 
<laughs> but I mean, when we were listening to the first, well, we weren't listening. We were just watching the first part of the of the video where the these were black girlfriends and black wives who had white counterparts as husbands and boyfriends, and the definitions of that type of uh, experience of a black woman was that she was soft, she was soft spoken, supportive, mm-hmm. docile compassionate, fragile, mm-hmm. respectful. And there was one little snip that says uh, where a girl, well, one of the, the girl and her guy were having a conversation, and it was who wears the pants. And um, I don't right. I've heard this type of idea in both, in all communities. It's just not a black-white thing. Uh, what is the idea? What, what was your summation of those descriptives, first of all, melanin with the women mm-hmm. and those words with this beautiful angelic almost uh music <laughs> that was in the background <laughs> at the beginning of what what do you think there's any truth to this being particular to the actions of a black woman to a white man um i think w- black women possess those good qualities in general i think she's black women are just very uh, cautious to whom they give those attributes to. But mm-hmm. us as a people, we have to understand that we always put our best foot forward when it comes to non-blacks. Like, we're overly concerned about how they feel and their perception of us. So when they were saying that the women were mink and all this other stuff, from watching the videos, yes, they was because they're good actresses. You know, they're playing a role, like they're not even themselves. So I, I totally agree that from the the black women in the video, they was putting on the front of, you know, all those characteristics that was listed on the um listed. Okay, Armani, on the second part of the video, uh, okay. it was uh, uh, almost a jaw scene type of of, of music. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just telling you what the video actually. I wish that I could have downloaded it, but of course I'm just not able to right now. But black women were described uh, as aggressive. They call men bitches. They're violent. They're dominating. Mm-hmm. They're strong. They're loud. They're bitter. They're mean. They're <laughs> difficult. Actually, there was a double amount of descriptives that all surrounded uh, some very negative undertones. Do you think that that is a true statement of black women's attitudes towards black men? On one hand, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Yeah, on okay. one hand, absolutely. I think I think that um, you know every 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 sister has a has a queen in her and mm-hmm. a fool and. Um, <laughs> And whichever one you you uh, speak to, or whichever one you um, can pull out, that's the one that's going to show up. And okay. oftentimes, I don't think that most individuals, male or female, uh, no matter race, but definitely within the black community, I don't think that we have uh, actually learned how to properly communicate. Which is the reason why, you know, we miscommunicate with one Agreed. another. Right. Okay. Um, I, I so if I, if I speak to if I speak to you right now and I start and I start tripping with two sisters on the phone and you know acting a fool, of course y'all gonna come uh-huh. at me a certain way. You understand? Okay. And so, right. however, um, you know if, if I if I speak to you all, I respect y'all. 
and quite naturally, mm-hmm. y'all respect me. Right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and give the disclaimer. We have a couple of callers on the line. You're welcome to ask any questions of our guests. And just to do a recap, uh, we, we're talking about the, the the submissive black woman only to the white male uh, is what we're discussing. It was in a video. And, of course, you're welcome to introduce yourself when you do come onto the line. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. But if you'd like to stay incognito, uh, Nito. I almost said Negro. Nito. <laughs> you can do that. I will identify you by the last four digits of your phone number that lets you know that I have your line open and you can talk. Now, from what we've already discussed, we've already, I think we're all in agreement or we all see the same thing that uh, you can speak to uh uh, a certain level of being docile when you're being treated in such a way that this video doesn't totally represent what a, a fool of herself flat woman is. Uh, and we haven't quite gone into whether or not that's the same for every type of woman or every race of woman. Mm-hmm. 1781, do you have any questions or comments for Ms. Melanin or Armani at this point or just want to make a comment? One seven eight one is the last four digits of your phone number, and, and, and it's so it's okay if you don't want to speak. But at least let me know that you hear me. One seven eight one, last four digits of your phone number. Okay, I'm gonna take that as a no. Okay, let's go to eighty one twenty eight eight one two eight. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hear yeah, you loud and clear. Hello. Uh, Hi, how are you? I hear a little bass in your voice, so I'm going to take it that you're a male. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Do you have wow. a question for our, our our guest here? Okay, I'll introduce myself. I am Karasu Baraka Muhammad. Miss Melanin knows me. <laughs> we, we're on the same Facebook page. How are you, dear? I'm I'm fine. And yourself? Great, 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 fellow Libra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, oh, actually, I actually have a comment. You know, um. I, you know, I, w- I was looking at the ad on, on there, and I'm like, you know what? I said that's a perfect, 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 perfect topic to bring up. And some of the videos that I've seen on there you know, about, like, like, a black woman being, being submissive to white men, I always ask some of these black women, what do they have to offer you? I mean, if you look at slavery back then, not to bring that up because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's it's a lot of, you know, it's a multitude or a myriad of things with that. You know, um, they, they 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 treated they treated black women like shit, which which apparently they're doing right now. I mean, if you think about it, like you know, back then it was just you know they just slaughtered and did, did whatever. Now nowadays they're doing it a different way. They're doing it basically with money, and it's kind of sad. But then again, also too, I would say okay, it it, it it's two sides to that because you know us as black men, we're not take we're not stepping up and taking and taking responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, I mean, honestly. If we look, if, if us black men looked at a Caucasian woman, we'd have been killed. I.e. Emmett Tell, right? Uh-huh. Correct. This is true. This is true. Right. This is true. Now, now I'm seeing a lot of now. now honestly, because I see it all the time. I mean, I'm from New York, and you know, you know, um, I see it a lot. Like I'm on the train, I see these black women, these Caucasian men, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what do they got to offer? And 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 it's and it's sad. And it's sad that you know they look at other black men and like. Like scorn us and you know, you know, and look down on us. I'm saying, I'm like, you know, how did you sit there and hate yourself? Like, it's it's sad. So I think the question to our guest tonight is, what 
do you think, if there's anything, that a white man can offer a, a, a black woman, um, I guess, to be submissive? Melanin, let's go with you first. Well, the one thing the white man offers um power. We have to understand that in society, he is the alpha male, and there can only be one alpha male in in society, and he is. When you study nature, any male that is not the alpha male is cast into a feminine role. The black man is placed in a feminine role. So when women in general, not just black women, Asian women go for white men as well, they see protection, power, and an economic platform. And just with any woman, the first thought or concern is your womb and what is the best benefit of your offspring. So okay. people don't think How on that level of study nature. Mm. You know, I, I, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Uh, Armani? I mean, I agree with her 100%, um, which is, <laughs> it's almost uh, when, I, when, when I found out who was coming on to the show and, and did a little research, I said, hey, this is going to be a great show. But, I mean, anything she says so far, I've agreed with. And the reason why is because uh, take an individual like myself. I don't work for anybody. I work for myself. Uh, I went to college, went to HBCU, um, came out with the mindset of I'm going after my own, and that's what I did, and that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. A lot of black women cannot handle that because I don't I don't answer to a boss, okay? I don't answer okay, to... I don't answer. I don't answer to anyone yet. And still, here's the other side of that. When you cannot know how much money I make, so you can brag to your friends, mm-hmm. uh, where I work, what I do for a living, who mm-hmm. I answer to, you know, the man. Does the man <laughs> has the man certified me yet? Okay. Right. Um, am I accepted in? to their society or not. If you if you are not the type of woman, which most black women aren't, that can handle that, then I'm not the type of man for you. Now, here's the flip mm-hmm. side of that. Here's the flip side of that. The flip side of that is this, is that a black woman will get with a man who has a good job, handles things, does his business, you know, handles his business at his job or whatever, and has his has his career, but she'll still be unfulfilled and she'll still be unsatisfied if she's any type of a strong sister. And here's the reason why: because he has to go and answer to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so that doesn't. If he's not a man, it, 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 he cannot make her feel like a woman. If that makes any sense. Right. And so, as, as as sister was saying, you know, he is the alpha male if we're going by race. Okay, mm-hmm. in this in this society that we live in, and any time that that they are threatened, what ends up happening is, is that they they they're going to remind you, okay, they're going they're going to remind you, black woman, just because Obama is in office, we still going to remind you. How are we going to remind you? We're going to kill you, kill your boys, your teenagers. We're going to shoot your grown men down, your older men down. We're going to lock them up. All right, the ones that do go to college, we're going to make sure it's real hard for them to get a job or keep a job. We're going to make sure the last one hired, first one fired. And on top of that, we're going to pay them less than we pay you to do the same exact job and give them more hell along the way if they do happen to creep through. But we're going to let a couple of them come through to just hang there at the top and say, yeah, he did it. He did it while you can't do it. Well, when that comes down to the household, then what does that do? It creates confusion within the household. And so when there's confusion within the household, 
then there's no unity. There's no team. And it's only through agreement for the black male and the black woman in, in, a, in a small microcosmic level that will help the overall macrocosm of the issues we have. In, or, in, in order for us to uh, get along, we have to start there in our households around the country. And so if I can destroy the man, automatically I got the woman. And right. if I got your woman, if I got your woman, which is the actual booty, which is the reason why they call it the booty, booty is a treasure, okay, the black woman is the treasure. And so if I can get the booty, since the black woman is the woman and I am the man, who wins? I win, which makes me even more of the man. You know, I give her jobs. What a word. I, I would hate it. I told somebody, I, said, I like white people. You know why I like white people? Because if it wasn't, if it was not up to, if it was not for the white folks having uh, uh, jobs for most of the sisters and brothers to go to after they graduated college or graduated high school, how would we be? Because we as black men, as the brother was saying, we have not done all that we could do. Now, of course, we've had some things against us, but we have not done all we could do in creating jobs and making sure we had a community for our people around the country. Well, since you brought up booty, since you said booty, I didn't say booty <laughs> first, you said booty. It's interesting because, you know, I love words, and I looked up dominant versus submission because you, we're talking about submission, we're talking about uh, a, why a black woman supposedly can submit to a white man but can't to a black man. And in the definition of the word dominance uh, in relation to submission, it said that they are a set of behaviors, customs, and rituals that usually involves the giving of one individual to another control over them in an erotic way. Now, I know, now I'm not speaking for everybody, but I know I've heard black women say, I'm not going to let no man control me. I'm not going to let no black man tell me what to do and dominate over me. I'm wondering if that is in some way related to why black men may feel like black women are not submissive. 9486, you're on the air with Mohammed. No, I'm sorry, you're not on the air with Mohammed. You're on the air with Melanin and you're on the air with Omani. Do you have any questions for our panelists concerning submission and now dominance? Mm -hmm. 9486 is the last four digits of your phone number. You were talking just a moment ago. Are you there? I'm so sorry. I, I muted my phone. I, I didn't know I was on a group call where everybody could hear me. I'm in a register. Well, I opened up. That's okay. I'll open up your line. Do you have anything to say? Because your opinion is just as important. We have our sister I mean, Melanin. Who... Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening to uh, when I came on. I was listening to him, and he's right on point. Look, uh, a lot of it. A lot of it happens with. Um, I, I look at one of the things about the jobs. A man cannot mm -hmm. be a man mm -hmm. if he's not providing. And it's a Agreed. Lot of things he's not doing. Go ahead. Uh, what I see is just a lot of uh, that going on in our community. I'm in a restaurant, so I can't speak that loud. 
That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and put you back on mute. But I think that you hit a score with my sister. She gave me the amen when you said provide. <laughs> what is there about provision? Because I do agree that maybe, well, not maybe, mm-hmm. certainly in certain institutions, uh, a man, period, but particularly white men make more money than any other group of persons. And that's just mm-hmm. not a hidden fact. Do you think that's why black women can submit to a man just because his pocket is a lot heavier? Is that what we're saying? Are you asking me? No. Yeah, you're yeah. asking, oh, you asking him or me oh. or her. <laughs> well, um, having the upper hand when it comes to finances and things like that, of course that would attract any woman. It's not black women. It's just any woman, once again. The woman has to make sure that she secures the future of her offspring. So, yes, would her attraction go to the leading man of society? Yes, once again. And I'm tired of black men um, backpedaling on the fact that, oh, well, we don't make this. Well, then, goddammit, build your own business. I'm tired of us discussing problems after problems and telling black women we have to settle for less or excuses. Men don't make excuses. The lion and and other male species don't make excuses. It's either you're fighting to be on top to be the alpha or you're fighting to be a cat to be outcast and or placed by the alpha male in a feminine position. So black men must ask themselves, am I comfortable playing a feminine role in a male-dominated, a white male-dominated society. Do I feel comfortable being his bitch? That's what they have to ask themselves. So I'm not lowering my bar or expectation of what I want from the black man. I don't want no excuses. It's 2015. America is a corporation. It is not a country. Other nationalities, nations, races come here, and they make no excuse. They make it. Now, do are there extra hurdles we have to go over? Yes. But come on, you are a man. You're supposed to be built and fit for this war uh-huh. that we've been, that's been plagued upon us for 500 years now. No, black man, stand up. I'm tired now. I'm single because okay, I got to deal with excuses. I'm not uh-huh. dealing with excuses. She ain't dealing with it, okay? No. And and, and, and we, I'm gonna make my own video because I ain't gonna deal Go with ahead, it either because we still have to we we still have to eat. Armani, do you think that there is a legitimate reason for why the description of the black woman is called violent and domineering and bitter and mean? I, I, and we were just we already discussed. We know mm-hmm. that the black man is not making as much money, but you're still living and you're still making babies. So. What right. is the Here responsibility you go. of the black man in this whole idea? Because I'm going to just tell you, some women like myself, and there are a lot of us out there, the option to, you know, go to a white man is just not there. I desperately right. would, I, I won't have a man if it has to go on the other side. And that's just my preference. It's not against my personal, okay, I just don't want it. I, right. I'm not attracted to it. I'm good. So what, what can black man do? What, what can the black man actually do? Well, I think that um, it goes back to we got to start with the – even though people say we got to start with the black man, I, I feel we got to start with the black woman. Mm-hmm. And the reason, why, the reason why I say that is because where we are right now um, as a uh, black man, we're fighting for survival, okay? And we're at war on multiple fronts, but we're literally fighting – for survival inside our homes as well as outside of our homes. And mm-hmm. so if you're constantly at war, eventually what happens is is that your resources, okay, your resources 
begin to be depleted, whether it's on the energy level, love, mm-hmm. uh, knowledge, all these things, finances, uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, sexual, educational, family relationship, uh, community, everything that you can possibly think of begins to be depleted because you're literally at war trying to fight your way up from the bottom, okay? Right. And so what happens is is that if you're in war outside of your household, and then when you do come into a household and you're still at war, there's no rest in your mind. And since everything is created in the mind and everything is changed in the mind first or on the mental plane first, if your mind is constantly being attacked all the time and there's no rest, there at all, you can't even get your thoughts straight, and literally you become crazy. And so if you are crazy, okay, and you become crazy, as well as the same thing is going on with your, with your woman, the black woman, she's crazy as well. And when you're crazy, you are not your true self, and you are not who you truly are. And it makes mm. sense. Now, I read, I read the book, Message to the Black Man, when I was 12 years old, okay, I mean a long time ago, and I remember him saying, accept your own and be yourself. You have to accept who you truly are first in order for you to be yourself. But if you don't know who you are and you don't accept yourself, you can't be yourself. And if you already are not yourself and no one comes and tells you, look, you aren't yourself. This is not your natural state. This is not who you were made to be. This is not who you were meant to be. Then there's going to be a uh, War within the household because there's war inside of the actual house that that I'm in myself, like my my physical house, and then there's war inside this sister's house. And so when this sister and I come together, there's constant war going on. And so then what do we produce? We produce children who are in constant war against one another because they're in constant war against themselves as well. And so eventually what happens is this, is that we end up killing ourselves, whether it's physically, spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. All right? And if there's no love in the woman's heart, because a woman was made to love, okay, that is her first, that is her Mm -hmm. first natural thing. I mean, it is there. She is love as far as I'm concerned. And then a man's first natural thing to do is to protect, okay, as as, as a child. I have two sisters, one older, one young. And I remember one time these girls were fighting my sister. And I mean, she's like five years older than me. But here I am trying to run up there and fight these girls who are way bigger than me. They're bigger than my sister, mm-hmm. and I'm just like five or six years old. Right. I want them off my sister. So having said that, when I cannot protect something, and then when this woman cannot love something, then we're not who we were made to be. And so I know that's a lot. So to bring it back here real quick on the possible uh, place of provision, when a man cannot protect, he cannot provide, period, point blank. And you cannot protect what you can't govern. And And so if the woman who, the black woman in particular, is an ungovernable woman, or as the Bible says, wayward woman in most cases, um, or renegade, as they say, and, and I hopefully people who from the streets understand what this is, if, if you're a renegade and you kind of want to do things on your own and do things your own way, then you're out of order. And as black people, we have no real order. Agreed. Okay? We have, we have no order. And there's, the universe is built up on order, believe it or not. 
Agreed. And th- when things are in a chaotic space, they then have to come from chaos into order. Now, why order? Because in order, there's some protection for you. And when you feel protected as a woman, then it's a lot easier to love. And so when a man receives love from somebody, then guess what he does? He automatically provides. Right, right. He automatically provides. He will break his back trying to provide. And, and I so will have no to order. say that we, we will break our back trying to be there because we ain't went nowhere. We want to go open up these lines because the lines are filling up. 2155, do you have anything <laughs> to add to this discussion? Because, baby, I'm writing so hard right now. 2155, you're on the air. Would you like to speak to Melanin or to Armani about this black woman inability to submit? Two one five five. Can y'all hear me? Yes, I can sir. hear you. Oh man. Well I gotta say I've seen a lot different growing up. I'm living in Tennessee and I've seen a whole totally different world and you know what y'all talking about. it's all reversed here, it's all messed up. You know, the women I mean I was born in East Tennessee, grew up in East Tennessee in Knoxville and I moved to Nashville and now I'm in Murfreesboro. And when I say the women, the black women here, they do not. Excuse me, I'm outside. Y'all might hear buses riding by. But uh, they do not uh, submit to black men at all. I've seen more black women with white men. I've even seen some of them, had some of them tell me that the black man ain't worth nothing anymore and the white men are much nicer and have more money. And just simple, saying simple, hurtful stuff, and it's just like, you just been in Tennessee. You haven't been everywhere. You you only seen a little bit, you know. And they don't know the history of why everything is, you know, the way it is either. Thirty nine ninety nine. How do you feel? Do you feel like this is uh, same uh, happening or experience for you? Three nine nine nine. Um, I think that it was a false meme or video. It was a manipulated, you know perception of black women that make us look usual as bad. I mean, those were a different class of women. It was like basically comparing apples to oranges, like hood women to middle class women. I just thought it was hogwash. Let me tell you something. I noticed something, Melanin and Armani. I wondered if you noticed it too because the word submission gets thrown around a lot when it comes to marriage, and it's a Christian identity type of uh, happening. In my understanding, submission, and when people say, oh, you're supposed to submit to your husband, you know, first of all, you know, does submission have to occur in the bounds of marriage, or is submission supposed to be something of a happening female to male um, even mm. if it is a black female to a black male. Uh, let's start with you this time, Armani, because I'm interested. And then please give mm-hmm. my sister some time to, to break that down, and then we're going to go to our <laughs> next caller. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I, have, I agree with you 100%. Submission is, is um, something that's supposed to start when we were children, okay, and both male and female. Uh, a man is supposed to submit to a woman as well, and and it's, it, this is across multiple cultures, not uh, just the monotheistic religions. And so what what happens is is that again it goes back to order. If there's no order in your household, then you don't ever really learn submission. And most black women have never been in a household for an extended period of time 
where they had their father or another black male who was the authority figure in the household. And so, therefore, since the woman was the authority figure in the household for both the male and the female child who was in the household, the man doesn't know how to lead, and then the woman doesn't know how to follow in the household with a man. They can do it with the woman, but they can't do it with the man in most households. And that has nothing to do Agreed. with whether, you, whether you're ratchet or hood or your religion or anything. In the black community, that is a huge, mm-hmm. huge issue. 81% That's of the true. households of single-parent families in the United States, no matter what the race, are are led by women. 81%, yeah. you understand, of single-parent households in the United States mm-hmm. are led by women. And so, therefore, there's a total disrespect of most males in society, but definitely of the black male. And so submission happens automatically from the time we're taught as a child. I submit, period, mm-hmm. to authority, period, right. point blank. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Melanie? I totally agree with everything the brother is saying. The one thing we have to understand is the reason why it's hard for black women to uh, submit to a black man is what exactly what he said. It stems from coming from a single-parent home that's headed by a black woman and never having that male figure in the home, we don't know how to properly interact or trust a man to that extent. Me being from a me being from a single parent home and never having the presence of that masculine figure for protection and security, um, you know, it's kinda of hard for me to submit in a way if a black man was like, I'll marry you girl and, you know, I'll take care of you and I'm like, Whoa, 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 I gotta make sure I have this, that and the third. So it it, it definitely comes down to mental illness and the things that we lack. Okay, fifty three ninety seven. You were on the air. Let me just ask this question right quick of the of our guests before you weigh in. Um, I I was just about. I, I don't even have my boo button working right now, Armani, because I thought you were about to say that you know these women don't know how to be raised, but you actually said that both black women and black men both have been devoid of an authority figure in the home. The truth. Two, do you not think is that there are women who have, like myself, I'm, I would say I, I did have a dad in the home and I had a mom in the home, um, but being present doesn't necessitate that you're going to understand your lead as role of, of the family or as being able to be subordinated to, if that makes sense, because even though you could provide, you might get a job and you might be able to get into corporate America, you might be able to protect, you might be able to fight a little bit. Does that mean that you ordinarily, I mean, just from that point that you're going to uh, warrant subordination or that someone can be submissive to you? Because that's almost not possible to be the same truth as, as a woman not, you know, knowing her dad, you know. We all the time get on this bandwagon about women. You ain't had no daddy, so you don't know how to treat no, you don't know how no man so to treat you. Well, you ain't had your daddy either, so how do you know what a woman needs? So isn't that across the board that there is some things that men themselves, not relating back to the woman, is it is mm-hmm. it is it anything that we can just say this is what men can do because there has to be some level of something because these white men I saw are just I ain't talking about no white men, and I hope the white men don't get mad, but I really don't right. care. <laughs> it's not, I don't see what you're doing that's so grand other exactly. than doing the work of it, but that's 
that's not even how humanity gets. I mean, you have to be kind of, that's just pure animalism to me. That is straight animal kingdom, if you ask me, because uh, I think black women kind of want to be attracted. They want to be queened. They want to be celebrated. And in this video, I didn't see anybody being celebrated. That's no, right. I, I didn't. I saw. I saw. I saw them with their mates, but I didn't see anybody being celebrated. And see, I'm going on a whole different tangent. Let me stop right there and let's go to 5397. 5397. Do you have anything to ask of our guest, Miss Melanin, or Mr. Amani, about these black women who can't be quiet on the air? Five three nine seven. It's the last four digits of your phone number. Maybe not. You may not want to have. <laughs> can I say? To say can I say please? this? Yes. Can I can I say this real quick before I forget it? You you said something, and uh, about about the the black men. You know, mm-hmm. most black relationships we're we're in what's called on the job job training, as I like to call it. Okay, you're learning on the job, and when you're learning Agreed. on the job, a lot of times you're making a lot of mistakes, and when you're not winning. Okay, nobody likes to lose, but a man definitely does not like to lose. And so if I keep losing in a game, and I don't know the rules, eventually I'm going to stop playing the game, period, point blank, whatever game that is. Right. And so what happens is that this, a man, and it, people who take notes and listen, this is something really good to write down, a man learns how to love from a woman. He learns how to love from a woman. Mm-hmm. But he learns how to love a woman from a man. Wait a minute mm-hmm. now. Wait now. Wait. Say that oh, again because I was wishing to wait. Mm-mm. Say it again. A man learns how to love from a woman. A woman, my mom, I know how to love. My mama taught me how to love, period, point blank. I love people, period, in general. I have a heart that's big. That's the reason why I do the stuff that I've done. Um, I, I used to tell people I, I love black women more than they hate themselves. Okay, people didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Took them a couple times to get it. Most of them get it nowadays. But mm-hmm. you learn how to love a woman from a man. A man has to teach you how to love a woman. A man who has actually loved a woman. A man who has who has suffered, who has been through the long suffering with a woman. A man who has forgiven a woman. You understand what I mean? And so okay. if a woman hasn't learned how to love a man from another woman because this other woman didn't ever really love a man and stick with a man, we are messed up. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Agreed. I hear you. And so until the people who have stuck together have taught us and we have submitted ourselves to their tutelage, uh-huh. then we will still continue to make the mistakes that it, that we're making. We want a 40-year marriage, 20-year marriage, 30-year marriage, 15, 10 years even, until we can get with the people who have gone through the ups and downs, the hills and valleys, the sicknesses and the deaths, the riches and the poor, then we can't appreciate what the marriage and what the relationships truly are because here's the situation that happens. What happens when that man can't provide, that, that same white man that you get with? What happens when he can't provide? What happens if he gets sick? What happens if, if he, he, you know, all types of things that can happen? What happens then? The average man, doesn't matter their race or their age, doesn't matter their race or where they come from, does not achieve financial success to speak of until he's over 40 years old, around the age of 45 is when he finally gets it. 
That's why they that's why they don't really consider you a man in most cultures until you're about forty years old. So the early years, even if you look at Barack Obama, even if you look at Barack Obama, who black women love Barack Obama, most black women I know love them some Barack Obama, okay? (laughs) And most black men I know love them some Michelle Obama. Here's the thing. This man couldn't even afford to handle what he needed to handle to go to, to rent a car to drive to the Democratic Convention in 2004, I think it was. Here's a man with a Harvard degree. He's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and he still ain't got his ish together. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Now all of a sudden, he is the president of the United States. This same woman who was supporting him all these years, and she understood his character. She understood where he was. She understood who he was. She understood he was a man that had a vision and a plan. And he was working towards right. it, even though she thought he should do it in another way, and she admitted it. She said, my goal, my, 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 my reason here is to support this, to uh-huh. come into agreement with this uh-huh. versus uh-huh. fighting against this, versus fighting against him. Uh-huh. But guess what? She knew how to love a man because <laughs> Let me she tell was taught you, we got by a woman more... how to love a man. <laughs> we got a couple more calls on the line, and I got you open three zero seven four seven zero one three. but I'm going to tell you about that Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama said out of her mouth that had it not been Barack, whoever it would have been, would have been the president of the United States because that's how much support she has. But we never hear about Barack calling her no bitch. Barack ain't calling her no bitter, disrespectful, aggressive, always getting in the way. He calls her strong, and he's not in, it doesn't take away from his maleness for that. But I'm going to shut up again. I'm going to shut up. Three zero seven four. Are you there? And can you hear me? Do you want to add something to this conversation? Last four digits of your phone number three zero seven four. Listen, what you got? What you got? Well, I'd like to appreciate uh, Armani for standing up for the black men with the last comment. Uh, I Thank just, you, you know, you know, it's just a little. Just a little curious about, like, you know, all the statements and comments that's throwing around. Um, by the way, my name is Ty Walker. Okay. <laughs> okay. My queen, I'm, you know, I'm hearing you, and and I kind of got a little, you know, downtrodden for the simple fact, you know, you want to call us the white man's bitch. I was, she didn't you know, say that. No, 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 no. What I said is that, you know, they're coming off pretty much as the white man's bitch. I'm not saying, I'm not personally saying the black man's bitch. I'm just saying I'm calling it as I see it, where y'all stand in society compared to white men. Right. Like Dr. Claude Anderson, 99% of us, I feel like he's worked for white people and and took 2015. 98% 98% of black people work for, for the white man still. So Amen. there's no progression as a people. Okay, and I understand that. And, you know, we was working for the white man during slavery. But the whole thing, you know, it reminds me of William Lynch, you know, that whole theology, the whole theory about, you know, how the white man is the alpha male, the the black woman need to, you know, look towards the white male for support and, and help because the black man is insignificant doing several things. It's you know I just it, it's 
it's, it's just this trotting. It's just, and the fact is that the you know, is the alpha male just based upon monetary value? Is there anything as far as like decency or or you know morals that plays a part of being an alpha male? I mean, what you is know. Well, I'm just saying, you know, because, you know, you're just saying we work for the white man. Right. We work for the white man. But is there there is not no other classification of being an alpha male other than monetary value, other than riches, other than wealth? Other than wealth? Well, we're talking about self-preservation. You know, brothers want, you know, sympathy and emotion instead of what it is. An alpha male is a provider and protector. Is the black man providing for this nation, and is he protecting this nation? The answer is no. Maybe on an individual level, yes. Mm-hmm. That's that. She just we just breaking it down. She didn't call nobody no bitch. She didn't say that because she loves black men as I do. So exactly. we're not call you. But, but what we want, and I think this is it's, it's interesting. And Armani, correct me if you if you if you disagree. And seven zero one three, get ready because your line is open. I think that it was very telling in this last caller who took offense to being called the bitch of the white man and being subordinate to the white man and and wanting to hear something a little bit softer, I think that speaks to the uh, reverse of this situation. I think this Mm -hmm. is why a lot of white women feel Mm -hmm. comfortable trying to instruct black women on how to just accept him for wherever he is, when to me, and I'm not speaking for all black women, I'm just saying for me, Mm -hmm. um, we want you to be a man, though. We want you Thank to you. be where you're supposed to be in your rightful place. Do you not see that that may be another misunderstanding of the black man about the desires of what the black woman wants for him? Exactly. Do you not see that? Exactly. No, I, 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 I see it, and and let me let me get my words together here real quick. I see it, I understand it, I feel it. I've been through it myself, um, actually being called certain names by women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understood in in a in a certain sense what they were wanting, what they were trying to express, and what happened is is that during the height of certain emotions, words were said the same way it is with with men or, or with people in general. Period. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody you know like myself, and for for them to be very intimate with me in a way. Mm-hmm. And for this sister and for you, uh, Sister Melanins and and, and um, the Empress, you all are very mm-hmm. intimate with black men, and and I mean, uh, with as far as loving us, uh, respecting us, uh, desiring course. more for us, desiring uh, for you know for us to be in our rightful place. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that to some men and and uh, most men in general. Uh, expressing yourself with the emotion. I'm doing a book right now with my mom, and I had to tell her, and it was for young black men. It's called The Rights of Passage for Young Black Men in America. And I had to tell her, I said, look, I said, Mom, you got to go back in and take some of the emotion out of this. As I was editing the book and, and, and contributing to it and everything, I said, you got to take some of the emotion out of this because if not, what happens is you're going to miscommunicate. And when you miscommunicate, 
to a black man, most of the time he's going to say, miss me. You can miss me with that. Literally, those will be his words. You can miss me with that because you basically have just miscommunicated whatever you were trying to communicate to me. And so it goes back to this. When things are, are, are spoken in the spirit of love, okay, the Bible talks about, um, uh, and, and not just the Bible, but multiple people have their way of saying this. Um, basically, you can catch more flies with honey. Okay, right. in the hood they say, uh, uh, um, you know, you you can catch more flies with sugar than you can shit, you know, and so <laughs> it, it's it, it's a it's a it's a way you package something. You can put something in a yeah. nice package, put it together, and say, here you go. Oh, this is nice. This looks nice. Oh, I see what she was trying to say. You know what? Mm. I do need to do better than what I, I'm doing. You know what? I can go for this. And and see, when you become an encourager, yeah, when you can encourage a brother, he'll go a whole lot further, a whole lot farther, a whole lot faster because discouragement is going to come. Discouragement happens automatically. You know, yeah. things are going to happen in all of our lives to discourage us. So if, as a black man, if I have everything else that everyone else has to deal with, but then on top of that, I have to deal with literal, the literal survival of my life on a daily basis, just that as a stress. Nobody else in the United States has to deal with that, period, point blank. And they can say it all they want to, but no other race of people in the United States, male-specific, not even a black woman, Agreed. has to deal with with really being at war against your people, brothers who look like you as well as people who don't look like you, who want your life, who want to take your life. And so, you know, so when you come at a brother like that, I understood. I didn't take it. I knew what y'all would say. I didn't take it like that. You know what I'm saying? But there may have been a time in my life when I may have taken it like that. And it would have totally discouraged me. 7013, your mic is open. Do you have anything to add to the conversation so far? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Hey, good evening. Um, first, I wanted to say about the, whenever it came to submission, um, I really do believe that no matter, you know, what your religion is, I believe that submission comes after covenant is formed. You don't just submit just because of someone's genitalia. Um, I don't believe that every man even deserves to be submitted to. Yes, you respect each other, and there's that pride, but you don't give those same um, uh, things, characteristics that you would give, say, with your lifelong mate that you would to Joe walking down the street. That's what I wanted to say was one with that when it came to submission. Submission for me is under that bond, under that covenant, not, oh, you're a man, let me submit. I believe that a lot of times that's where women get it wrong, and that's when we start having children by J.J., John, and Jim down the street because we're too quick to want somebody over us because, yes, that is in our genes to want to have a man be the head of the household, definitely, and to let that king have his rightly place. But you can't make a prince a king too soon because then he's going to ruin the kingdom. And so whenever you do that, then you have a problem on your hands because you all of a sudden want to submit. And now then you're frustrated. Now you're like, why isn't he being what I thought he was going to be? Because he was not ready to be that. And you were not ready to give that power up over your head to him. 
So that's what I wanted to say. One was that. Number two, what I wanted to say was whenever they were talking about um, provision. See, in America, due to our history, our men were put in a place where they could not provide for our families. And so the black woman had to help to provide for our family. So I don't know where this ideology comes in where, well, you're not providing for the family. Honey, I need you to pull out your checkbook and pay bills with him. So whenever it comes to that, whenever it comes to that, our black men were always put in a position where, oh, okay, you're trying to provide for your family. We're going to take you away and help you impregnate plantations across the South. Oh, you want to provide for your family? Oh, that's all right. We're going to kill you and your sons in front of your wife. So we need to understand. And right now they're killing them right in front of our faces. And yet we still understand, we don't understand what's going on, and we act as if history is not being played out right in front of us because of how ignorant we were. If you understood history, you would understand our reality currently, and you would understand that what is going on right now, we don't need to be combating each other. We need to be helping each other. We don't need to be wondering why he has not paid that bill, but understanding that you need to come in and pay the bill with him. Baby, let me tell you something. I need you to hit me up on Empress Cooper Davidson at gmail.com because, baby, you done went in so hard. I'm about to have church right here by myself, and when I say church, I ain't talking about religion. I'm talking about I'm having a moment for my people right now because you didn't hit on uh, – let me hush. I need to hush. But I heard the amen corner. I heard our money. I heard you, Melanin. I heard y'all saying, mm-hmm, she's speaking it right now. Because let me tell you something, the kingdom, she said the key words. See, you know I'm all about kings and queens and stuff, even though I'm trying to build an empire. But on a mini level, on a family level, I call it kingdom. And the mm-hmm. kingdom still has to keep going on regardless of what our history is. And, baby, she said sometimes exactly. it's elevating these princes up and they is still princes. Sit your princess. Never mind. 4176. 4176. Do you want to weigh in? Because uh, my sister just went in just a few minutes ago. We got Melanin and Armani still on the line. Did you want to add to the discussion or did you want to ask any questions to our panelists? 4176? Or maybe you just want to listen. Well, if you want to just listen, that's fine, too. But, baby, we're going to open up that last line uh, and keep going. We got uh, one other caller on the line, and let's see. I'm pretty sure they're probably not going to answer because they are now blocking their phone. Um, Armani, let me, let me, let's, let's talk a little bit more about what uh, my sister just said a few minutes ago. And I'm sorry, sister, you're on the air as well. It was. It was just like right on time because I wanted to ask the question. Um, the option, the option, okay, I think, too, do you not think that there's possibly just the option to choose outside because our princes have just gotten comfortable being princes. They don't necessarily have to do a whole lot of ruling and provision and protecting and and providing because they can just sit in the place where they are with not a whole lot of requirement. I do understand that you guys are like on the the hit list right now. I understand that, but black women haven't gone anywhere from you. Not all of us. So, what what is what what is it that women can do holistically? Because I'm not talking about marriage. I'm not talking about the mm-hmm. full submission, the Christian submission. I'm talking about what uh, mm-hmm. what other than the woman? Because I think you 
gone back to the woman before, and I know we're the head of the head beginning of everything, but there is no man without a woman. But what right. what is the man's part in this? Like, tell me something that the man can do because we're trying to learn how to love you better. We're trying to learn how to respect you better. We're trying to not be the second part of this video. So tell me where we can start there. <laughs> I think I think um, you know I can't I cannot say I love myself as a man, and I don't think you can truly say you love yourself as a woman if. Mm-hmm. You don't love a man if I don't love a woman, especially a mm-hmm. black woman, mm-hmm. and if you don't love a black man. Um, and so I think that, you know, back to what the sister mentioned, and this is this is very key. Um, we are, and she, she mentioned, like, you know, a man want to stay as a prince. Well, a lot of women want to stay princesses as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of black women especially want to stay princesses. And what do I mean? There's a difference between I, I did a I did a, a call uh, last year sometime from girl to goddess, right? And I talked about the stages of a, of a woman where a woman goes into, okay? And after a prince, she becomes a what? A queen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. At the princess stage, she wants. It's about her, okay? It's about uh, getting what she wants. It's about all these things that you saw these ladies doing, putting on this act, as as Sister Melanin talked about. Mm-hmm. From that stage, once you get out of that stage, you go into the state of a queen. Well, what is a queen? A queen is the representative and servant of the people, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot be a queen if you aren't serving the people, and if you aren't serving the household that you're in, i.e. the male or the king, where he is, then you aren't really a queen and neither is he really a king. Because the queen and the king, when you see them sit down together, they sit down together, mm-hmm. side by side, representing left or right brain or sun, moon, or whatever. Everybody has their right. own right. ways to put that. And so... Until we understand the phases where we go through as men as well as women, then you don't know where you are. And if you don't know where you are, then you won't know those same phases which mirror the male from boy to king, right, or from girl to goddess, really from, really from boy to God, you know, to becoming a god. And so if you don't understand those phases yourself, then you won't be able to understand where a man is when you meet him. Because if I see a woman right now, who is 19, 20, 24, 25, 28, 29, 30, 34, 35, 40, because I've interacted with all these women all up to 50 years or whatever and even older, I got an idea of where they are of the phase of their life. So I can see, hey, I need to bring her right here because right now she is in a place of unforgiveness, not of everyone else but of herself. So now i gotta got to work with her and help her reflect to see why it is important that she gets out of this place of self-defeating talk or whatever the case may be for that, or if she's in a place of anger, or if she's in a place of, of giving up, it's the same exact responsibility as a servant or as a king or as a prince who's getting ready to go into kingship that I have to be able to recognize. But if I'm not willing and you're not willing to do that and accept people for where they are 
accept them for where they are, but then help them get to that next phase because you've never seen those phases, then you've got to go get some training. Mm-hmm. Period, point you blank. You said that a man learns how to love from a woman and a man learns how to love a woman from a man. Melanie, right. I very clearly asked Armani what the man can do, and he has diverted back to the woman, so I think we're more powerful than we know. Can you exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've been preaching that for eight years. Women, y'all are so powerful that it's ridiculous that when somebody say. like when somebody well, like you comes and tries to make sure y'all understand how powerful y'all are. All of a sudden, oftentimes I get criticized. But y'all are more no, powerful I, than what you know, and y'all so y'all are so powerful that the goal is to make sure that you all are with the other races than with the your equal mm-hmm. counterpart. Do you understand? Right. I want you. You are the treasure. You are the booty. Mm, this is what I want. Booty. I know I'm the booty, and I know the power that a woman has, but what I hear the men on every planet say is nothing about the power of the woman but of her booty. Literally, because uh, the power of her look, the power of her being able to represent him in some sort of superficial way, and I think this is this is similar to that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna interrupt you. you. Disrespectful. Okay. I'm disrespectfully interrupting you. When I use the word That's booty fine. on this on the show tonight, the mm-hmm. word booty means treasure. Okay. Right. The word booty means treasure, and to use the Bible. Proverbs 31, what does it say? Proverbs 31 and 10, it talks about what? Who can find a virtuous woman for her worth is far above rubies? Well, a ruby was a treasure. You understand? It's not, it has nothing to do with the booty, the round, bouncing, the breast, the booty, what she looked like, all this, that, and the other. Oh, I heard you. Every, Oh, I heard yeah, you. It's, it's I the heard booty, you. The real treasure. And the real treasure, what the real treasure is in your I'm heart and in your to... mind. I understand that. I totally heard you. But what I need you to do is to hear me when I say that the advertisement of manhood has little to do with the virtue of that rubiness. It's about that bootiness. And if we are going to act as if that is not the truth, then how can you explain a man in full power being able to let his entire kingdom go under over the panic? That's a bull. It happens. Sometimes you can have a very, very strong. The only thing that they have not tried to damn our president right now, who happens to be real cute, but he's a black African-American person because that's what he says that he is. The only thing they have not tried is to put that basic lustful woman in the place. And it's because he got a strong black woman by his side, that is he got a fine black woman that. too. Yes, he does. But a lot, and, and a lot of people won't even respect the authority that she has as being a not only just a fine black woman, that's a smart sister. Man, You're talking about representative of of more than just being a beautiful person, but they discount her down to oh, she's just fine. Look how tight she is. They talk about her arms and how fit her arms are in a dress. They talk about some very 
animalistic things again and again. Melanin, is there anything that you can help us hear about what the men can do? Because I, I'm not discounting what you're saying, Armani. I'm just saying that uh, I want to know what the men can do, too. I do. Okay. Melanin? Now, you're, you're asking me what I feel men can do. Um, I think as a whole, we should never separate one another. I just feel we should be more inclined to reading literatures and books that were designed to help us psychologically and spiritually on how we're being attacked. Like right now I'm currently reading um, The Conspiracy to Destroy Black Women, and that just gives me a lot of insight on how I'm being attacked and then books that I read in general of what's happening to our people as a whole, especially um, when it comes to um, black men. It, It makes me sympathize with their position and things that are happening to them. So I don't want black men to ever sit here and think, like, oh, I don't understand what it is that you all are faced with every day. And, you know, every day y'all deal with a different oppression. Y'all have a difference of oppression when it comes to how we're being oppressed and how y'all being oppressed. Y'all being killed, murdered, not being employed, because they want the woman to continue to be the leader of the household instead of the man or just a partnership as a whole. So I just feel... Brothers uh, should pick up some more literature on what black women are faced with. So when they get this perception of why is she overlooked masculine, why does she trust me, why isn't she vulnerable around me, we have to understand in totality of what's being done to us because that will help us build with our relationships because, um, like you said, you was raised in a home with a mother and a father or your father was present in your life. For women who, I mean, I I know of my father. My father uh, raised me a small part of my life. But I learned how to be a woman, how to be a counterpart to a black man through my knowledge of self, of me realizing what's happening to my people and then what's happening to us on an individual level that's keeping us in this gender war. So the one thing I can say is if you wasn't raised in a home with a mother and father, um, definitely pick up some literature that deals with what we have to face with and the tactics that are being launched at us every day. Um, when he was talking about... Um, you know, um, princes and prince, prince and princesses, the one thing that we lack is we don't have a culture. Until we establish and create a, yeah. our own culture, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about culture as a mm-hmm. collective group. We come and put a culture together because what we're lacking, first of all, is the mother and father in the home. And then secondly, we're, we're, we don't have um, rights of passage. You're supposed to go through rites of passage to be even be called a woman and um, exactly. be calling a man. You know, just because you go through puberty, that does not make you a woman or a man. Yep. That makes you of age to reproduce, but that doesn't make you that you're on that mature level. Then we're supposed to have mm-hmm. counsel and elders that are supposed to assist mm-hmm. us when we are married. So when we're going through what we're going through, we don't watch TV and let society manipulate us because yep. black marriages are not lasting like they used to. People think, oh, I can just hop in and out of commitment. So that's why right now marriage, especially in the black community through propaganda, is being heavily downplayed to where we're treating each other more than nothing to a booty call. We don't have counsel. We don't have a culture. We don't have a safe haven where we can uh, fix ourselves. And essentially we don't have a, a forum or a place we can go to to talk about these issues that we deal with because until we work through our personal issues and letdowns that we feel from that we uh that stems from our family, our mothers and fathers and just from our nation, our people are hurting and we're trying to find a way to heal, but where do we go to heal? So until we have a place where we can truly hear and hear each other out, like for instance, we have block talk shows where brothers and sisters have their own independent um radio shows where we're bringing this but it's not reaching the masses. 
So it's very, it's only a few of us who, who are trying, but we're bombarded by Negroes that are deaf, dumb, and blind. And we have to understand that Negroes play a part in our detriment right now because when it comes to courtingship, it's only a few of us out there that are really trying to find a suitable counterpart so we can build an empire, so we can build a black nation because it starts with family. But where are suitable counterparts? Now, I'm not judging brothers just off of their economic ability. I'm judging them, of course, morally. What is your ideology? You know, if you're a man with a vision, I just want a black man with a vision so I can be his counterpart in the system. What you need me to be, your secretary, uh, rub your back? Like, where you need me to be, King? Like I, like, I have my own business endeavors, but when it comes to my man, I want him to be on the forefront because I know how other men are perceiving him. So I would prefer to put, I wouldn't say my, I would put my dreams on pause to assist my man first because he's in the forefront. He is the image. I want my baby out there like, yeah, he the king. He, he got us this house and this, and then I come second. I always put my stuff on the back burner for my king. My king comes first. All I want is a black man that has the will and the motivation of being an entrepreneur, creating an economic platform for our offspring. And that's what every woman is concerned is the survival of your children. And that's the only thing that I'm discussing. So black women aren't going to white men because they look better or anything else because we already know who the best looking man is. They're going to him, number one, for low self-esteem, to make their, 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 make their seed because of self-help hate issues. And then also we must really consider are some women genuinely just concerned about self-preservation and um, their children's uh, survival. We, we we don't factor this in. We just think, oh, they're self-hating Negroes. No, any female species is who study nature because that's, she's our first teacher. I watch the nature channel all the time and it gives me perspective. Mother Nature speaks to us. So sometimes I sympathize with women that feels like I want to test my options because another thing I would like for you to bring up the Empress is the fear of turning 30. A lot of us are turning 30 as well as I am, and I have a lot of venting I need to do, is we're afraid we're going to die alone. Where is our knight in shiny mm. armor? And when we do get a right. man, we pressure you because we're ready to get married. We're ready to pop out some babies if we haven't already reproduced or we already have one. I know when I engage in a relationship, I pressure him because my eggs are on the clock here. And I want the most <laughs> enough. I say, I, I say, hey, King, uh, you pro-black, I'm pro-black. You are, okay, you, uh, I don't really like religion, but we can work through that. You can't get the picture-perfect person. But if, if our goal is to build a black nation and build our children to be as strong as it be an economic um, platform for them, then, hey, let's get married. There's nothing else to talk about. Me, I'm ready now. And with these, and with these videos being bombarded like Olivia Pope and um, being Mary Jane, I only watch these for the tactics that are being launched at black women. I'm not watching it for entertainment reasons. I'm looking at it as an observation of what's being attacked. And what they're showing us is that no matter how educated you are and disciplined you are, you will never find a black wow. man. Wow. You will you will permanently be a jump off. That's what they're projecting. No matter if you beat all the statistics, and you are this great black woman. I was gonna, and I put out a, vi- I'm gonna put out a video about that. Is that black women who fought through being a, a st- statistic, and you're out there and you're successful with no children, and you're the perfect mate. Why are you allowing the, the media to desecrate your image? And the name of my video that's coming up is going to be called "The Death of Clear Huxtable," because Clear Huxtable was the pinnacle of what represented black women and black family. Where is Claire Huxtable? Mm. We don't see that right. anymore. We know that the ghetto black woman has always been the butt of the jokes. That's what men used to dress up like women to emulate ghetto black women. But now the mm-hmm. inter- the, uh, the educated black woman is being attacked. 
both mm-hmm. were, both images, the ghetto and the intellectual black, were being poked fun at, and now through media, they're instilling fear in black women that once you hit 30, chances are you're going to die alone, and I feel this way. Where is our night in shiny honor? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to say, no, black men need to understand it. <laughs> Let me say, I got two more calls on the line. I want to say this right quick because uh, I don't want to forget the point in my pen yes. that isn't rolled up under the bed. <laughs> so the, defense, <laughs> the defense to that stereotype should be the black man, but he is mm-hmm. the biggest perpetuator of that stereotype. If I mm-hmm. see one more black man with a damn wig on and some lipstick, singing, yes. Or one more black man twirling around doing the the twerk. Or another right. black man showing a bunch of black women cutting the buck. You're supposed to protect us from that. <laughs> like, you right. ain't going to see no whole bunch of white men, Asian men, Indian mm-hmm. men showing the undercrust of their female culture and making fun yes. of it. You don't see it. You don't Never. see it. Okay, well, I'm off of that soapbox, 9280. Do you have something to add to this conversation? 9280, the last four digits of your phone number. Calling from the 404. Nope. Okay, what about 4934? 4934. Oh, yeah, that's me. Okay, that's you. Greetings. You're so soft-spoken. You're so soft-spoken. You are at the beginning of the video. Did you see the video? The video? Yes. Um, no. Okay, but tell us what you called in to say, because I'm interested in hearing either way. Thank you for calling. Oh, I called in to listen, and I saw that it said that you could join in and say something if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Go Um, ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just trying to take everything in, and um, I do really agree with the – with the attacks that's been on black women. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I do be, like, just when you were, like, breaking it down, like, saying for the, um, or she was in, hold on. I'm trying to think what you was, you were saying about how um, the black men dressing up like the ghetto black woman mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and that is, like, it's a, it is like a mockery and like how oh, even if she's educated, she could still be a jump off. Yeah. Mm. So. Let me tell you something. I, 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 can I do have some thoughts, but I don't want to like be come because I just came into this conversation like kind of late. Like I, I came in kind of late because I just called in at like 10. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to okay. just like, you know, jump in mm-hmm. and really say it too much. I was just trying to, you know, listen to what y'all was already talking about. Um, I do have thoughts on things though about the whole submissiveness thing. I just okay, I don't give know. it to us I don't real feel quick like, if you can. Okay, well, I don't really feel like I'm below a man. Mm-hmm. So I don't really under <laughs> I don't really understand all that. Like, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going right. to tell you this. I think you're going to have to download this. If you're on Facebook, look me up. Yes. Look Melanin up. Look up uh, Armani. Uh, look up myself. I'm the Empress mm-hmm. Cooper because it has very little to do with being below anybody. That's the misnomer. I feel like the black woman is like the, the root of like civilization. Like everybody came from that. So like I feel like... Right. You know what I'm saying? Not feel that way, but also, like, that's what's natural. That's in nature. You can tell that, you know. Well, I believe well, that you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. That is exactly where civilization came from. If anybody tell you anything different, it's a lie. 9280, you're on the air. Do you have anything to say before we uh, wrap this thing up? Because I'm, I'm about to bust. I'm about to bust. Hello? Yes. Hello. Hello. How you doing yes. today? Peace. I'm doing yeah, good. Um, all right. I just got on the call probably a few minutes ago, and I heard a brief moment of what y'all were talking about. But I also do see the black community, the man and the woman, being attacked. Um, I, I see a lot of it showing that the the brothers are more weaker, more weak than the woman, and it's like it's promoted. And, you know, I don't, I don't really understand. Well, I understand why it's basically because now there's a people. But I, feel, I do feel also like a lot of the, the black men need to step up and, you know, educate themselves mm-hmm. and show where they're trying to go. Like, like now I'm 28 years old. You know, I'm a high school dropout. I dropped out of ninth grade, but I always educate myself. I went back. I got my GED. Um, I went to college and everything. But... I don't have any kids, but I do know once I do have some, I want to be established, and I'm into the books. I'm learning this. I'm learning that because I want to build a new nation. I want to build, you know, a platform for my future family. I feel like more black men need to think like that, you know, instead of spreading seeds everywhere and leaving these kids misguided. I think we have to get them young. Yeah, I think that you are actually becoming a a majority of the black male. There is a Mm -hmm. majority of black men who have just plain decided, I have no kids, I'm not getting married, and if we're not being shot in the street, then we're gay. Right. Okay, so first of all, we got like 30 minutes before the end of the show. I want to give an opportunity to both of our uh, guests to uh, kind of – uh, you know, it, it's a big, it's an issue that started off with us talking about the difference between the way a black woman treats or interacts with or respects or gives submission to a white man versus a black man. And now we're at the point of understanding that this issue has really to do with the demise of the black family as a whole. We'll right. start with Melanin. If you could just kind of give what what bit of advice you would like to give that your point in a nutshell, as most as, as much as you can, and your information on how you can be reached uh, out in the real world. Okay, yes. Um, the advice that I would give to just brothers and sisters is to be patient with one another and understand that we're going through a healing process and we're striving to find ourselves and who we are in this day and age because of things that was taken away from us through slavery, not to piggyback off of that or always make that seem like that's a bump in the road because we should be 
persevering because there's other uh, races of people who have faced slavery and oppression, but they fought through it. And I don't want my people to keep this slave mentality that somebody has power over us because as the original man and woman, given the world of civilization, there is not something that we cannot overcome. So I want my people to get this mind frame of overcoming, but being aware of tactics, war tactics that are being launched at us that is keeping us in a disarray and keeping our village um, scattered and keeping the black woman and black man against each other and just the detriment that we face. We just need to do a little bit more reading and understanding um, brothers and sisters who put in the hard work to write such pieces like the destruction, I mean, the conspiracy to destroy black women, ISIS papers, and so on and so forth like that, or um, Dr. Uthmos on how to build a black nation. These are books that we need to possess so we can understand on an individual level what you need to do to be a good representation of the black nation. And a lot of us who lack parents, um, parental guidance going up, the books that has been left by our ancestors and scholars can assist you in being the best black woman and black man you can be to be fitted for a wife or a husband to the opposite sex. So my advice is be very observant of your surroundings and things that are happening on television that are being launched at your people so you can kind of have understanding of why we're in what the predicament that we're in now so I can be reached on Facebook, um, Melanie Sutek or Shanika Bailey, and also Instagram. So, you know, feel free to always hit me up. I'm, I'm open to, you know, discussions and or people that just want to tell me something or whatever. I'm here. And I want to thank the Empress for definitely bringing this topic to the forefront because this is, these, these are things that are being swept under the rug that we're not talking about. We're not talking about the gender war. We're not talking about the youth being out there and lost and, and, and um, why, where are the elders? Like, where is our culture? These are things that we have to keep bringing up. That's the only way that's going to get us to the next step that, that we need to be because everything is going to take steps. So the brother Thank of Maureen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Armani? Yes. Um well, thank you so much, uh, uh, Sister uh, Melanin, for that. Uh, I don't know if I can be as brief. I'm going to try to be, <laughs> but um, I want to I want to go back real quick and address a question that you said about what what the men could do. I think the one thing that I know for sure the men can do is hold one another more responsible. Um, we can definitely hold one another more responsible when it comes to certain things. You know, if you are not doing what you need to do, um, check your brother, you know, or check yourself. Um, but you got to have accountability partners. And, and a lot of the the men in our society, go back to what we were talking about before, we don't have anyone holding us accountable for anything because most of us don't have relationships with our own fathers. And so we have to find those men in society that we do look up to and not necessarily per se look up to just because of, of money, but who have a balanced type of life that we would like to lead. I think that would be a huge, huge uh, starting point uh, from us because words don't really teach, but life experiences do teach. And so those life experiences that we can get uh, firsthand from the men who are still around, those men who are in their 70s, 80s, 90s, 50s, and 60s for the younger brothers like, like us. Um, that would be a big help because there are certain things that happen along the way uh, 
in becoming a man, especially when you're dealing with women and how to deal with certain situations, as well as with your children once you do get children. The other thing I agree with her, uh, be patient. Um, You know, impatience will rob you of everything that patience will give you. I'll say it again. Impatience will rob you of everything that patience will give you, and that's to both the men and the women. Sometimes we miss our blessing with the individuals that we are with because of our impatience. And so, therefore, the blessing that we had in one another or could have had in one another lost because of our lack of impatience. Um, Other than that, love yourself. You know, love yourself. And when I say love yourself, uh, love yourself and kind first. You know, being pro-black doesn't mean that I'm anti-white. It doesn't mean that I'm anti uh, anybody. It just means that I love black people enough to uh, do what I need to do to make sure that I'm I'm trying to be the best black man I can and make black people proud to say, hey, he's black. You know, I want young. I have I have five nephews. I have four nephews and one son. Excuse me, four nephews and one son. And my thing is always I ask them, especially the oldest two who are now seventeen and fifteen, have I been a good example for you? Have I been a good example? I've always been transparent with them. So be transparent with the people who are around you who are watching you, but also the people that you're watching. Be transparent with them. And then other than that, try your best to get things in order in your life because where there's not order, there's chaos. I'll say it again. Where there's not order, there's chaos. And so get under some order of some kind. You be having Amen. them tweets. You know that, don't you? You be having them tweets. Tell us how they can contact you, Armani. Uh, you can just Google my name or Yahoo it, Bing it, whatever. Just type my name in, Armani Valentino, A-R-M-A-N-I, Valentino. Uh, but I like to send people to my website, ArmaniValentino.com. Uh, all my information is on there. You need to reach out to me, uh, get some of my works. I deal with the relationship and communication aspect uh, in my writings uh, because we keep miscommunicating with one another. We keep having improper communication. And if you break the word improper down, you'll see the word, two words, I'm proper. And as long as I think that I'm the only one who's proper and everyone else is not, then the communication is not ever going to be on point. If I don't respect what these women are saying who are listening in right now or who are on the, on the call with me, if I don't respect them for their mind and they don't respect me for my mind, we can never come into agreement. Okay, we can never come into agreement. So they're proper, and I'm proper as well. But if I only see myself as being proper, then we're going to continue to have miscommunication versus having proper communication. So seek first to understand, then to be understood. And then we can be in agreement because if the two cannot walk together, they cannot agree. And the only thing that the enemy or the inner me or the enemies out there or the man or the powers that we have is the fact that we have not united as a people and we have not united on a very microcosmic level in our own families, male and female. So that would be what I would say. <laughs> That's what he would say. A quick show snippet and I'm going empire. Even though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you.
See, I know I have this thing about when I see something and it resonates and then it keeps showing up in my life in conversation, the word submit, the word domination, the words uh, rule over, uh, influence and power. We've talked about it all tonight, all because of a video that wanted to trick us into believing that black women are not able to be submissive to uh, anyone other than the white man. Sure, sure, it is about provision. It is about protection. It is about being able to feed into your children, protect your children, provide for the next legacy of persons. But the truth of the matter is this. If we do not, listen closely, if we do not do this for our black men, there will be no black children. You can have as many babies as you want to by a white man, an Asian man, and everybody else man. The blood of a black man is a requirement in order to forward the kingdom, the the princes, the princesses, you have to have that black man. And I'm not saying, I'm just like Armani. For me to promote what I am and who I am does not mean that I am against or not for uh, the promotion of another. I just can't promote something that I'm not, okay? I'm a black empress. I'm a black queen. I have black children and I want to promote that. The keynotes that I wanted to say that were just burning in my spirit that half of them I had to mark off because I'm in agreement. I'm in atonement and alignment with my brother and sister here tonight. What I wanted to just reemphasize is that black women ain't gone nowhere, so don't get it twisted. I don't care what you see on television. I don't care what you see promoted. I don't care what is advertised for. If you want to be married and you want to have a family, black women, you need to jump ship. That's a damn lie. That is not the truth, so do not buy into that. We need to be loved, too. Now, while the system, the man, the system, whatever you want to say kept you from us, which is true, and I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm saying that there are some real legitimate reasons as to why we have been separated from each other, and you can go back to slavery or you can just go to yesterday. It's a lot of stuff that's happened on the in-between. While all of that was happening, we still have these children. We still have these homes. We still have these needs. We still want to be loved. We still want to be honored. We still want to be promoted as more than just a piece of booty. Like, we want the same things that you want. And there is no other compliment, in my opinion, in my empress opinion, for a black woman other than a black man. That's just me. Now, you don't have to agree with me. I'm not about you agreeing with me. I just want you to hear me. In order, he said it perfectly. There is no way that this got out of this our our family has gotten so out of control because the order has been shuffled. It's been messed up for a long time. And for women to be able to articulate, we is out of order, then you must understand that you have been in a place that is not rightfully yours. So when you get you a king who is providing for you, who is protecting you, who is covering you and your children the way that he was meant to be, shut the hell up. Okay, just shut up because we know we talk too much. I'm the queen of that and president of that committee because I know sometimes we just want to be heard. We just want to be, be felt. And just like Armani said earlier, this is not about emotion. This is about mission now. We're about preservation now. We, we all get caught up in our emotions. And, yeah, we are setting our men up for failure when we just keep saying, oh, it's going to be okay. He, he ain't feeling right. No. 
I'm not going to help you be a princess when you're supposed to be a prince and then a king. I am a queen, so I can teach my girls how to be young ladies and young women. When you leave me with a man, then I can get out of his way to show those prince men boys how to be kings. Like, I can't do that. And that's why we're messed up right now is because we have had to hold the torch for not just us, not just our children, but for the commitment of the kingdom, which is not our order. Like, we just, we're out of order, not because we want it to be. It's just that's the way that we are. I think this song, I had a perfect song for it, but because, you know, I ain't going to even say the devil did it. I ain't going to even say the white man did it. I think this computer system did it. That's, that's what happened. I could not get it to download. But the closest thing that I can get is the the way that a man loves a woman is evident uh, so much so in this song. And even in the video, John Legend, he ain't the, the quote, unquote, blackest black man that you can speak of, but he had just about the most loud-talking, uh, video snapping, she wouldn't stop putting her titties on Instagram. He loved her enough to show her that he needed a representative of him that was different. He loved her so much that he married that girl, and she had to change. Like, we, we, we don't leave you just because you're loving us so much. We're, we're, we're leaving, not we, some women are leaving because they feel like there is no option of a man to give them what they need, love, compassion. All of the things that you showed that this woman on this video was showing to this white man, we need that too. We need you to be supportive. We need you at times to be soft-spoken to us. We need you to be respectful that we was carrying this kingdom while you was not here. And when you come back, come back with a sense of I'm here to help you, not get out of the damn seat, girl. I need you to hear me when I'm saying that black women haven't gone anywhere. We're right here. And we love our kings. I hope you love this song. And until next time, the Empress speaks. Ah, yeah. You fix your makeup just so. Guess you don't know that you're beautiful. Try on every dress that. You, oh, you were fine in my eyes a half hour ago. And if your mirror won't make it any clearer, I'll be the one to let you
And I 